0: This is Selena Yvette, host of Stories from Planet Earth. Thanks for listening to the following show on Public House Media. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining the Confessions of a Military Spouse podcast on whatever day it is that you are tuning in. I am your host, Jenna Burt. I'm a military spouse of 10 years, a mom, a registered and certified dental assistant, and soon to be certified phlebotomist. Again, I just want to say thank you for taking me with you wherever you are and being here with me today. If you find that anything in this episode resonates with you, or if you know of someone else who might be interested in hearing this episode, please share it. And as always, I appreciate any and all feedback. So if you would like to feed leave me some feedback, please feel free to email me at confessionsofamillspouse at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Confessions of a Military Spouse, on Instagram at Confessions of a Mill Spouse, or at publichousemedia.org. So have you ever watched a TV show, a movie, listened to a podcast, like found a favorite artist and then like went down a rabbit hole of finding out every single thing you could about that person or that show or whatever it is? No, just me. Well, okay then. <laughs> um, but for real, I do this all the time, and I figured if any of my listeners are like me, you may want to know more about me, my podcast, how I got started, what's it like to start a podcast, etc., etc. And that seems to be the case because a while back I posted a poll on my Instagram stories asking if my followers would be interested in a "quote unquote" behind-the-scenes episode, and surprisingly. I had a large interest, so I figured I would give my listeners what they want, (laughs) but I've also been wanting to do a behind-the-scenes episode for a while now since I've been doing this podcast thing for almost two years, and I have learned so much, so here we go. Into podcasting, I knew nothing about podcasting, and to be honest, I feel like I still don't know much. (laughs) But when I first got started, I mean, I literally knew absolutely nothing, and I hadn't really even listened to a podcast before. I started, but I found myself scrolling Instagram one day and came across this beautiful soul, Dr. Mariah White, um, and she was starting a podcast called Your Life Matters. And during that season of my life, I needed to hear the messages that she had to offer. So when her podcast started, I listened. Every single, I think it was Tuesdays um, that her show comes out, um, I listened Every time a new episode came out, and she is truly full of so much knowledge and encouragement and has an amazing story that I think everyone should hear. Um, But as I started listening to it, I thought to myself, I've always talked about the crazy shit that happens as a military spouse, and I know I'm not the only one that all of this crazy stuff happens to because I talk to other military spouses about it, but yet to my knowledge... It's not published anywhere. There's no book on the craziness of being a military spouse. There's no blog or vlog on being a military spouse. And if there was, I mean, to be honest, I didn't search to find it, but it didn't seem like there were many podcasts about military spouse life either. The thing that I really thought about, though, was that there were definitely not anything out there other than the occasional military spouse group that talked about all of the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the realness, and the true feelings of being a military spouse. And that's kind of what it clicked for me. And I decided I was going to start a podcast. (laughs) Now, let me be honest with you. I am a busy bee. Like, I will usually start a project, and depending on the project, I'll either go all in and finish it almost immediately. Or I'll start and then get bored with it and stop. (laughs) Um, I think when I told my husband I was going to start a podcast, he assumed it would be one of those things that I started but never followed through with. Um, Unfortunately, not because he's not supportive, but because there's been a lot of those. And he still supports me, (laughs) Um, even though there has been a lot. Um, And that's one of the many reasons that I love him so much. And in his defense, too, I didn't actually think that I would start a podcast because I knew nothing about podcasts, as I said before. Uh, But here we are almost two years later. So (laughs) after listening to Dr. Mariah White's podcast and getting this genius idea to start my own, I started researching podcasts. What equipment was needed to start a podcast? How do you make a podcast, quote unquote, live? How to write a podcast? I mean, the list just goes on. And after researching, I was very overwhelmed um, because it was talking about editing the podcast, adding intro music and music after the podcast, getting sponsors, how to get it onto Apple Podcasts and other places like Spotify. And I was just like, yeah, that's not going to work for me. (laughs) Uh, But something in me told me not to give up. So then when I was listening to the Your Life Matter. Matters podcast, Um, I kept hearing, you know, this podcast is brought to you by Public House Media um, or something along those lines, which is bad because I should probably know. Um, (laughs) But I thought to myself, I wonder if that is a podcast publishing company. um, And if so, what is the cost for it? What are the requirements? What do they do, etc.? And so I started researching public house media. And if you haven't, you should look them up. So when I went to public house media's website, side note, um, it was way different two years ago than it is now. And I just want to talk about the glow up because it's amazing. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) when I went to the website, The first thing I looked for was how much it costs. And of course, like most anything else, there wasn't a price. So I Googled, you know, how much it costs to start a podcast. And it was a crazy range. Like, I forget exactly the range it was, but it was crazy. Um, It was a crazy range that Google said publishing companies could ask. But, you know, I told myself, okay, I'm just going to move forward with my quest and see what happens. <laughs> so I continued searching on the public house media website and it said they were looking for new shows in certain categories. Well, I'm sure it's no surprise that a crazy military spouse was not one of these categories that they were looking for. Um, I know, I know. I was shocked too, but... Uh, It wasn't on the top of their list, but there was an option to submit your own show request. So if it wasn't listed, you could submit a request for another topic. So I thought, "Mm, well, why not? I mean, really, what did I have to lose? Nothing at that point. Like, I had literally told nobody about any of this. So I really had nothing to lose. I didn't have to pay any money, you know, at that point, they'd either like it and want to know more or they would laugh and, you know, move on. So I decided to go through with it and submit my request. And I forget exactly what the steps were because this has been two years ago and it was such a blur when I was doing it, Uh, but I believe that I had to start by submitting and writing what kind of show... I was wanting to do and why it would be a good fit for public house media and what I would talk about in my show. Once I did that, they came back and said that they were interested. And I mean, honestly, who wouldn't be interested in the shit show of a military spouse life? (laughs) Uh, But seriously, they then requested that I send in 10 topics that I would talk about. So basically 10 episodes ideas and elaborate on them, which we all know as a military spouse is no problem at all. I also had to submit a short video clip, I think. Um, No, not video clip, sorry, voice clip, um, I think, and it was basically giving like an intro to my show, probably so they could hear what my voice sounded like and to make sure that I was something I could like actually do, which obviously I can because here we are. Um, And I do remember that it wasn't a long wait to hear back from public house media, but I remember that it felt like forever. But I think that's common anytime we're like waiting on something super exciting, like time seems to just drag by. One funny thing that I also do remember thinking is that... (laughs) They were all sitting around this big conference table with Baxter, who is the owner of Public House Media, sitting at the head of the table, listening to my recording and reading my episodes and descriptions, and then sitting around and voting on whether or not they thought I should be a part of Public House Media. Um, I later, you guys, found out that that, in fact, was not the case at all, but it definitely makes me laugh. Whenever I think about it. So after they reviewed everything, I remember getting a call at like 6 a.m. And at that time, I was in California. And I think Baxter forgot about time zones at that point or something because... He called, and if memory serves me correctly, I didn't answer because I had just woken up and was still in that like groggy state and was like, I cannot answer my potential quote unquote, quote unquote boss like this. And that's what started our amazing relationship of me never answering when Baxter calls. I kid, I kid. Um,. Unfortunately, only kind of. Anyway, I believe I called him back like not that long after he had called. And I was so nervous because I knew at that point he was either going to tell me, yes, they loved my show. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile. Empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Exclude sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroYT Or no, they hated it and goodbye. And as a human, we're all scared of rejection and having someone else or multiple people listening to me expose myself and the struggles and triumphs as a military spouse was especially nerve-wracking. So once I finally got a hold of him, I don't remember much of the conversation other than we'd love to have you be a part of our public house media family. And I was elated. I mean, I remember silently jumping up and down and dancing around in my spare bedroom and you literally could not wipe the smile off of my face. And um, I do remember him saying something along the lines of sending a contract or something like that. Um, but I was just so pumped that they didn't think my idea sucked (laughs) and I'm not even joking. So after I got that call, I immediately went into creating mode. Um, I needed to get a logo designed. I needed to actually write episodes and figure out how the whole process worked. Um, I do remember though, at one point they asked me to do a live show, That would be weekly, and I was open to the idea, so I submitted my recording for that, (laughs) and they came back and said, never mind. (laughs) Stick with what you have, Um, which turned out to definitely be for the better, especially for me, and I obviously was like not even mad, but I still giggle about it. Um, So I signed my contract and picked a starting date and then started from there. The name for my podcast was a no-brainer. I knew that if I was going to expose myself in this military spouse life, that I was going to go all in and leave nothing unsaid. So, Confessions of a Military Spouse just seemed right, and it immediately stuck for me. So, then I needed a logo. So, I found a designer on Etsy to design my logo, and I want to elaborate on that for a little bit. Um... I picked the colors first, and the black and the red just really stuck out to me for some reason. I think it was because I wanted bold colors, and they just spoke to me, but also because I had an idea of what I wanted, and they worked well. Um, And since the title of my podcast is Confessions of a Military Spouse, I wanted the woman's Um, figure or her face with her finger up to her lips to represent the shushing motion as if she's telling someone to be quiet because she's telling a confession. Um, And the red lipstick, I mean, it's red lipstick. It's bold. The woman also had to have a ring on her finger because she's married to someone in the military, obviously. And I like for things to be versatile, I guess. So her finger also represents the I in the world word military. And then I put the word spouse on her finger as a quote unquote tattoo because I personally love tattoos and they're super common in the military world as well. So I got my logo designed and I already had 10 topics to talk about, obviously. So then I started writing to record And I forget exactly how much time I had before, like, my first episode was going to air. Um, But I do remember that it was enough time to get more than one episode done. Plus, I already had these ten topics to talk about right from the start. So that was, like, five months' worth since my podcast airs every other Tuesday, which was great. Um, And when I first started writing and recording episodes it was so easy. I had so many topics, topics to talk about, uh, which is why I obviously started the podcast to begin with. Um, I knew I had so much to cover and so many things to talk about that I would never run out of things to talk about. However, I have since learned that <laughs> that is not necessarily the truth. I mean, I have 43 episodes live or I have aired 43 episodes to date. So I've obviously found a lot of things to talk about, but the reality of the situation is that it isn't always easy. Some weeks things hit me and I can sit down and write an episode in like 30 minutes. Other times though, it's Sunday evening and I am struggling to find the right words. So I put something together and hope it doesn't totally flop. And then on those weeks, it never fails <laughs> that I will get a message from Baxter about how amazing my episode was or somebody else. And I'm like, wow, okay. Um, (laughs) and this particular topic is exactly why I wanted to do this behind the scenes episode, not only to let you guys know a little bit about what happens when you have a podcast, but also to be transparent with you and show you that I struggle too. And since I'm being honest, there are a lot of ups and downs with podcasting for me. Some weeks I'm totally into it, and other weeks I am not feeling it at all. I struggle and wonder if my message will be worthy and if anyone really needs to hear what I have to say or if anyone even cares what I have to say. (laughs) Um, I try to be very meaningful with all of my episodes, but sometimes I wonder if it's enough. Um, And there was a point not that long ago, I actually considered giving up my podcast. Um, I reached out to Baxter and said, I don't know if I can do this anymore. You know, we chatted and I had an episode due shortly after that, so I promised to record that episode that I really thought that I was going to throw in the towel. And just when that hit, I got the sweetest message ever from a listener telling me how much she needed to hear my message and how thankful she was for my show. And it gave me the reassurance that I'm doing what i meant to do. So since I'm on this topic too, if you listen to my podcast or any other podcast and you feel the message that is being told to you, um, you know, and you get it and you relate to it and it sticks with you, please reach out, um, to that person that has that podcast and let them know because you never know what struggle they're facing, let them know that you liked their message. Let them know that you're excited for their podcast. It's a tough world here in the podcasting life, okay? <laughs> and sometimes all that we need is that little bit of encouragement. All right. So this also brings me to one of my final points about podcasting and behind the scenes that I was very naive to when I first started I truly thought that with a podcast that you record an episode and that's it. And while that's not too far from the truth, it's also not a hundred percent accurate. And I can only speak for Public House Media and the way they operate, which, by the way, is amazing. Uh, but that's just me. <laughs> we are required to record our episode and then go back and listen to it to find the parts that we don't like that we want to be edited out. You guys, I vowed to myself that once I started this podcast, I would never go back and listen to my episodes. And Baxter basically said, joke's on you. Do it every time you record. Uh, Which I'm actually thankful for because it pushes me outside of my comfort zone and forces me to do something I don't like to do. I don't like to hear myself speak, ironically enough, (laughs) and it's probably because I can't get my words out. Anyway, we record our episode, listen for edits, and then submit our episode and our edits to our editor, and then they take it away from there. And I cannot give enough credit to our editors and everyone else behind the scenes at Public House Media. There is so much that is involved in publishing a podcast, from editing to adding music to publishing to you know Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And then, you guys, if you have a guest on your show, oh my gosh, I cannot even imagine the work that goes into that. Because for me, the um, software that I use when I have a guest on my show does not automatically mesh the guests um, audio and my audio together. And my editor has to do that himself. Oh, I just can't even imagine. So I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, um, to Josh and Baxter and everyone else at public house media behind the scenes that does everything that they need to do to make this happen. Every single episode, (laughs) you guys are the real MVPs. And you guys, I am sure there are steps and pieces of information I'm missing while I'm trying to, like, recreate the story of how Confessions of the Military Spouse got started. But this gives you a good idea of everything that goes into making a podcast episode happen and all of the ups and downs and everything else of having a podcast. Oh, yeah. And one last funny note. About um, a year into having this podcast, I was... (laughs) I was literally like, who in the actual F picked this name for this podcast? Because it is so damn long. (laughs) And then I laughed at myself and, you know, everybody else at Public House Media um, agreed that it is so long. It's probably one of the longest show titles that they have. (laughs) And I mean, leave it to me to be the one so complicated within Public House Media. Um, so we within public house media have since started abbreviating it to (laughs) COAMS, um, just within, you know, our, our network, because the name is so long, but there are some times that I want to abbreviate to you guys too. So don't be surprised if you start seeing that pop up on my social media as well, because typing confessions of a military spouse all the time gets so cumbersome and very tiring. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I hope that you have enjoyed listening to this behind-the-scenes episode. I know I have definitely enjoyed writing it and reliving it and um, showing you guys kind of the funnier side of me um, and how it all got started and the amazing friendships that I have been able to develop with people at Public House Media. Um, It's been an awesome journey so far, and I hope... Hope, hope to continue. And if you guys have any other questions or suggestions on topics that you would like to hear me talk about, please feel free to let me know. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform so you never miss an episode.